hello and welcome back episode 76 woohoo woohoo indeed um thanks for sticking with us we took a week off for the uh the long weekend because i actually never heard why did you end up getting stuck in tulsa what happened (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um it's a story i um i eventually found out what happened but essentially i um kept having this issue on my car where like on the key the panic button would go off like super easily so (laughs) oh no (laughs) so I was like loading some stuff in my car and getting ready to leave and the panic button was like going off so I like took it out of my pocket my key out of my pocket and put it on the hood like the roof of my car Mm -hmm. uh, while I drove my car and somehow the key is somewhere I, I, I I really don't know where the key is so I lost my keys because I drove off with them and they flew out somewhere. I've looked, I even like took jazz on a run to like look around the neighborhood, like came up with nothing. So we ordered a key online because you can like program a key fob yourself. I didn't know this, but apparently you can. Yeah, you can. Um, so I did that and it got delayed and I was like, I can't handle like being stuck anymore. So then I just paid like a locksmith to come out and make me a key. Um okay. And yeah, so it just like, I ended up being there, like stuck there like 10 days or so. And I just got back into Kansas City like yesterday. So yeah, it was crazy. Oh man. Uh, Kelsey didn't go with you this time, right? You was just, no, that's probably good. (laughs) She would have been like, um, I didn't sign up for this. Like, (laughs) No, it was good too. Just because like, she was like uh, interviewing for jobs and all this stuff. And she like got a job. So yay for her. But like, yeah, there's a lot of like stuff happening on her end of things and my end of things. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Damn. Love it. (laughs) All right. Well, cool. Yeah. So because of that, you were stuck in Tulsa without your recording equipment. So we, and we kind of ran out of time because of the long weekend. So we, we took a week off, but we're back. Um, and I have got like, I've got some spicy stories today. Nice. You want to just dive in? (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Do you want to go first with your spicy shit? Hell yeah. I got the spice. Um, all right. So my, my three stories today that I want to share all come from a a Buzzfeed article that I stumbled across. Um, it was kind of like a Reddit style one, but it was just directly on Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed, like asked like the Buzzfeed community, um, basically like, have you ever been in a thruple and like how to turn, how to turn out or like, what are your craziest thruple stories? And like, oh man, people did not disappoint. Nice. (laughs) Yes. There are some winners here. Um, Okay, so we'll start off with a bang here. The first one goes, I was in a successful throuple for about two years until all of a sudden the other two decided to kick me out so they could get married and have children and quote, be more traditional. They literally changed the lock on our shared home, which I helped pay for the night they broke up with me. Then I sued them and won. Damn. <laughs> I believe it was the first time the word thruple had ever been used in the Macon County, Georgia judicial system. <laughs> One for the record books. <laughs> like, That's awesome. I love it. No, at first you're like, damn, that sucks. But you're like, okay, I mean, I guess like that's to maybe be expected when you're in a thruple but then she really turned it on him when she sued them and won I was like good for you girl good for you (laughs) yeah so that's wild um I just want to see like the court records that say like that reference like thruple like in quotes (laughs) 
we were part of that? a throuple. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to believe it was a jury trial, but it definitely like wasn't. I'm sure no. it was just like in front of a judge, but it would have still been so funny if there was just like a jury sitting there having to decide about a throuple. <laughs> like, God, it's beautiful. So oh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's no, great. I love it. What's do you want to do you want to hear about a brutally honest guy? Absolutely, and Thomas does too. Can you hear him squeaking in the background? I did. I was like, right as I started talking, he's like, squeak, squeak, look at me. I know he's so excited. Hey, bud, let's play. Let's do a quiet activity now. <laughs> like, let's 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 be chill. Okay, <laughs> please continue. So, uh, Thomas is very intrigued. <laughs> this lady wants to know if she was being an asshole for uh, her response to her boy, her sister's boyfriend, who was brutally honest. Um. When I first read the title, I was like, nah, like, you're not an asshole. Like, I already, like, I, I know the gist of the story. I don't know the details, but, like, we all know where this is going, so. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, whatever, whatever it is, I'm pretty sure she's not the asshole, but yeah, continue. <laughs> let's take the ride. And the ride is truly great. All right, me, who's 35 years old, and my sister, 27, started dating one of those brutally honest guys a few months ago. Oh, it can be quite rude and make big backhanded compliments about me and my family sometimes, which is bothersome, but my sister says he's not a malicious, but he's just brutally honest type, and we should just get used to it. I visited my parents' house to celebrate my sister's birthday, and my husband couldn't come with me because he was busy. After the party, we all sat down for dinner and my sister's boyfriend said it was weird that my husband and I don't have kids, despite being married for six years now. I was shocked that he brought this up, but I gave a short answer stating that it's because of infertility issues. He Damn, asked, yeah, like, yeah, don't say that to people. Just like, don't like public service announcement here. <laughs> Why don't, don't you have children? Literally just like, don't comment on whether people do or don't have children unless they literally have a child and it's standing right in front of you. Like, do not comment on whether people have children or not. You never know what people are going through. It's like really painful for people. Like, just, just don't be a dick. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Although if people do have children, you should comment as to why they had children and point out that their lives would you be should question that yeah you yeah. should flip it around and actually do the opposite and be like oh why did you decide to have children though <laughs> why have you had so many children already <laughs> damn like two what's wrong with you yeah <laughs> All right, so let's see, uh, where were we? All right, I was shocked that he brought this up, but he gave a short answer stating that it's because of infertility issues. He asked on which side, and I didn't want to answer, but my sister spoke up and said, it's on my side. I on got uncomfortable. which side? Like, as yeah. if it's not awkward enough that they're like, it's fertility issues. Like, you've already come that far. Just drop it. Like, dear God. Oh, oh we're not even in the thick of it yet. We're just like oh, on the no. starting up. Oh, yeah so upset already <laughs> and then he said that maybe not having kids is now a good thing because he thought women over 30 might produce defective babies due to age i'm so yeah. upset <laughs> i know um, right <laughs> i'm like so mad i i i, oh, I can't okay i told him it was none of his business but he yes. said that he was just giving his honest opinion, and that's all. I, in return, told him while maintaining eye contact, trust me, if I wanted an asshole's opinion, I would have just farted. 
literally everyone at the table burst into laughter and my sister and her boyfriend were stunned a few seconds later her boyfriend excused himself out and my sister followed then sent me a text after saying they left because i was mean and disrespectful towards her boyfriend and insulted him maliciously just because he stated his honest opinion she also said i ruined her birthday by being petty and making her boyfriend the joke of the night in front of the family I didn't respond, but she demanded an apology via mail as soon as possible. Mom agreed that I shouldn't have said what I said, and I think it's just ignoring him, knowing how he is. I think I'm the asshole, but I'm not sure. No, honey, you're not the asshole. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Like, no. literally not at all. <laughs> Honestly, also, she could have been ruder. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here's my thing. What I hate about those types of guys who are like, I'm giving my honest opinion is like when people give their honest opinion back at you, they always like are super butthurt and like, oh my God, why did you attack me? That's not nice. I just like was trying to be nice to you. It's like, no, you're not. You're being a dick and you're just like trying to shield yourself from it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not... It's just, I, I can't with people. I, like you don't, just because it is your honest opinion doesn't mean you have to share it with anyone no. else. Like you can have mm-hmm. your honest opinion and like keep that to yourself. Like that's 100%. fine. 100%. God, no, people are literally like the worst. I can't. They are. Goddamn. All right. So like the, the next one is just, this is wild. It takes wild turns. Okay. <laughs> My husband and I attempted a throuple for three months and it was a mess. Our other partner was his task supervisor and romance was strictly prohibited at their workplace. So it was risky (laughs) right off the bat. There's some red flags. She was also married and didn't want to involve her husband. (laughs) Oh, so yeah. So this person, so this woman's husband is boning his boss, boss, who's a woman. Yeah. Not only is it his boss, the boss is married and is having an affair to be in this throuple. <laughs> at what point did the like three of them decide, oh, this is a great and sound yeah, idea? I know. And... Like, at what point was everyone like, this makes a lot of sense for me? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying like a throuple is inherently bad. I'm just saying that this throuple, there's a lot no, and, and I don't going wanna, on. I don't want this in any way to come off as like I'm making fun of throuples or like I think that there's anything wrong with them. I think that's awesome. Like, if that works for you, that's fantastic. Like, I fully fully support it I just maybe don't do it with these specific details (laughs) um okay uh he found out from reading her text messages and tried to forbid her from seeing us but she got sneakier there were moments of fun between the three of us that were overshadowed by the escalating tension it created in my marriage to complicate things she had reservations about being with me because she was very religious and it was her first time being with a woman and it freaked her out how much she liked it. Furthermore, she started to believe that she was falling in love with my husband and made it clear she wanted him to leave me. Oh. He fed her fantasy and hooked up with her a few times behind my back. It just felt trashy. We ended things with her and repaired the damage it did to our marriage. But now when I think about it, I feel disgusted. I tried it because I'm bisexual and missed being with a woman but the experience completely soured me on polyamory. Not worth it. No longer even tempted. That's because you shouldn't do it with like a boss who's like- Who's married? Like, <laughs> yeah, and it like could fire him because it's and like, oh yeah. also clearly has her own shit going on with like being 
vibe and not coming to terms with it because like a conservative background and being religious and like that's just like too messy that's that's a lot no wonder that didn't go well like no, I like the limits of that though like it's not an issue that she's like fucking another man while she's married the issue is that she's an attracted to another female I love the double standard. I'm like, wow, the cognitive dissonance in your mind. Right. <laughs> <Like>, stunning. <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. Um, don't hook up with your, your supervisor at work. Um, don't hook up with people who are married. Right. And that's that pretty much. <laughs> Just some guidelines for your next throuple situation. All right, so I got two like Tinder posts that I'm going to read like back to back. This one's really short, okay. and there's a longer one. Okay. So this one starts, hi, boo. He goes, what up, B? 64 miles away. Damn, let me go on a run and real quick and make that 69. She says, <laughs> you run 2.5 and I run 2.5. 69 is all about compromise. <laughs> wow, wow. I truly love them. So wish them all the best. Yeah, they they found their person. Like they found each other. And I'm really glad about that. (laughs) I like it. So this one, I don't know if this is a man or a woman. Uh, This person texted someone and the other person is not like responding back. But the other person, yeah, we'll see where this goes. But yeah, so he's, uh, he or she says, do you know where I can get Xanax or will you be more reliable? I'm just asking because I'd rather have you, babe, eh, lots of H's. I'm sorry if I don't speak in full sentences with you. You cause me to speak fragmentally because I want your mouth on mine. Tell me what's your type and I will snort as many Adderalls as it takes to cater to your mold. I'm sorry, I just fucking love you and it hurts like hell. I hate having emotions. Why do I feel so strongly towards you? This doesn't end for a bit, by the way. I just want a fucking... really took a turn there. I I hate having emotions. (laughs) Sir, are you okay? Are you you okay? Why do I feel so strongly towards you? I just want a fucking boyfriend or to die. (laughs) Or to die. I just popped to Xanax because of you babe and then like the lesser sign and the, the three so a heart my lover boy and oh my god that's it that's all that's posted oh wow <laughs> right that, that took some wild turns <laughs> i just was... want a boyfriend or to die <laughs> not sure which one oh let me god. flip a coin having so many emotions (laughs) fucking same (laughs) someone said red flags be looking like six flags sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and someone else said i'm really glad you have these screenshots in case you somehow die these next few days (laughs) it's like yeah no it seems like (laughs) Oh my God, that was, <sighs> wow, wow. That was, that was a journey we went on just then. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh. Wow, wow. Um, okay, well, we're about to go on another journey, so get ready. Nice. All right, my last throuple story. 
We first started out as a straight couple inviting our shared curious bi friend into our bed and eventually it turned into a legitimate throuple for about six months. Things were all going well until the holidays when we were discussing family plans. We, the original couple, were okay with being out to our families as a throuple, but the new third guy was not. He came from a more conservative family. He blamed us for trying to brainwash him into coming out even though we were just trying to help him overcome his emotions. Anyways, since our conversations lasted weeks and we were going nowhere, the third guy broke the original pact and went to a gay bathhouse. <laughs> so I think this is three, three gay men in this. Situation. All right. Okay. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, went to a gay bathhouse. Um, although that would have been allowed, our rule was just to share if we were having sex outside of the throuple so we could all play safer. Anyways, turns out he got some sort of super gonorrhea and brought it back into our bed. That ruined all of our holiday plans since our doctors said this was a crazy contagious variant. <laughs> we broke up with the third bi guy shortly after ruining our holidays. And although we would be open to a third again, it honestly just seems like so much extra work. <laughs> super gonorrhea! <laughs> out there be careful people <laughs> did they have like omnicron gonorrhea like was that essentially what this they is got? the omicron of gonorrheas i think yeah it's the as their doctor said a crazy contagious variant oh my god <laughs> that's terrifying that is terrifying <laughs> Legit terrifying i've never heard of super gonorrhea nor do i like ever want to hear about I, it ever again. i have heard of super gonorrhea because it was in the news a while back that like we so it's it's the result of us using um too many um oh like antibiotics and stuff yeah so it's um antibiotic resistant strains of stuff is becoming more common which is a a huge issue in like hospitals and like for all kinds of medical settings it's real it's bad like we're too resist we're too reliant on antibiotics um but it is creating like super strains of like stds which are like drug resistant which is legit scary because like previously like things that were easily treated like you just go on around antibiotics and like you're good like a lot of these ones that people aren't, aren't super worried about are now like becoming a problem because you like can't cure them which is crazy so stuff like gonorrhea chlamydia like stuff like that they used to be like people were oh, like oh kind of like haha whatever like yeah i got it and i'm, I'm all good now like now it's like oh shit like there's yeah. super gonorrhea out there horrifying <laughs> yeah so uh don't go to gay bathhouses i think it might be like the moral of the story <laughs> well like here's the deal uh, on top of it all like gay bathhouses like during covid like that seems rough. like a bad idea yeah yeah don't don't be doing that for like a number of reasons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many reasons uh, don't go to don't go to straight bathhouses maybe right now don't go to just bathhouses of any kind I feel like it's literally asking for a disease so yeah the, the sex clubs be having it rough these days <sighs> yeah stay safe out there everyone <laughs> so I got two more of these texts and oh God, they're yes. they're quite fun oh, yes. uh, so this is a bumble conversation so the person started it with a hi and the other person said well I'm in Jamaica for a week what do I absolutely need to do before I leave by the way they're both in Jamaica gotcha. uh, yeah. something you're interested in I guess lol what am I to say I don't know I figured you'd have some ideas because you live here or you could you know just show me around uh, he says I'm not a tour guide honey I work lol she says what do you do for work 
I'm a travel agent. <laughs> he literally is like a tour guide. He <laughs> is like, a so tour guide. I like, love it. <laughs> He's like, excuse you, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Perfect. This is the end one. And this is also like, I think my personal favorite one. This is a, um, I guess like person that they were messaging, the lady asked the guy for a selfie to prove that it's him. And this is his uh, response. See, shit person. I don't actually have to fuck with myself because actually women with class see my personality and what I have to offer. All you care about are pics and you're ready to be a cum dump on command. 34, (laughs) huh? You're about to be 40 and watch soon. You may be desperate. I've seen it many times. You will be an ugly old lady with nothing to offer but being ugly and a bitch to people. If you honestly, period, want a selfie of me, period, I have Kik and other apps to send it, but I already know how this is going to end. Wow. So, yeah. It seems like a reasonable response to all that. Super, super normal. Super normal reaction. Nothing weird there. He's definitely who he says he is. There's no cause for concern. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> also, like I mean, like, I don't know, maybe because you haven't seen it on like the female side of things and you haven't been like on a dating app for a while, but have you seen the people who like only want to message through the KIK stuff, like cake or whatever? I feel like that wasn't really a thing back when I was on dating apps. I don't even know if Keek or whatever existed, but I don't. I've heard of it and I've heard of this being a thing. I don't I think understand what Keek is really. I don't get it. The way I understand it from like my experience is it seems like mostly for like sex workers and or like it was kind of like a beta version of like OnlyFans before there was like an OnlyFans kind of. Like that's okay. how you'd like pay for like nude photos or videos okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, because that like, from what Snapchat. I've understood... Keek is kind of like WhatsApp or something. Like it's just like a like an internet-based like texting platform. That's the weird part about it is like I think it's mostly like for sex workers or like what I just described. But then there's also like a weird, like kind of like only like a community to like WhatsApp that's like really into it, that's like separate from all that, but then yeah. it get meshes together because like the other parts like most mostly like most people will realize that what it is so I yeah I, I guess like the biggest appeal from what I understand with like apps in that general realm is that like your messages aren't like saved like they're just like yeah like you could see you could scroll through them and see them but they're not like being like archived forever like normal like text messages or something right be. it's like once if you like delete the message thread it like it's like gone gone you know like and I guess like that's what people like about it i don't really know but yeah um it is kind of weird though when people immediately are like oh talk to me on like this one specific thing yeah damn well those were some stories we went on those were those were some all all of them are really good i like them all oh man i know i I was excited for my stories this week i was like i found some winners here (laughs) super gonorrhea (laughs) well and i think too with like the whole throuple thing is like i feel like uh relationship between two people is like complicated enough but like when you have that third person like you you're just like asking for like more chances of like craziness shit to happen because like the more people you add the more like issues or weird shit like comes up really yeah no I mean it's just like yeah you're just amplifying 
like any issues that exist in your own relationship, like you're amplifying those. And then also you're literally just throwing a third human into the mix. So like you still have the same interpersonal situations you would have with two people, but now it's just multiplied. So you just have to be that much better at like communication and like dealing with your shit and like addressing things and stuff. So, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like always harder per se, but I mean, I think you just have to be more really on top of it to like make it work and like be successful and everyone really has to be good at communicating and staying on the same page so and yeah. I mean I I obviously picked out the crazy ones like I'm not saying that like all of the stories oh no this thing like even reading through the article a lot of the stories were like yeah I was in a throuple and it was great like I felt really yeah. empowered like it was awesome and like obviously I didn't read those because like that's not fun or interesting but like I just nah. want to say like they weren't all like terror like most of them were honestly like pretty good or at least like people learn something from their experience like about themselves and stuff so yeah awesome well let's take a quick break then and we'll be right back all righty Today's sponsor is that couple that very aggressively wants a third. Courtney just found out she's bi, so Derek is acting fast on getting a threesome together before she changes her mind. Fellas, do not message them because they will yell at you for being gross and sexual, even though they're kind of doing the same thing. Use offer code NOTSOCASUAL and they will buy you a drink at the bar and make awkward hand motions for you to come over and talk to them, even though you've seen them post daily on Facebook that they want a unicorn. Oh, looks like I just got a DM from Courtney. I'm going to ignore that badge pick and move on with the podcast. And we are back. And now we don't have kind of like a major topic for this week. We kind of just have a bunch of like little um, topics we want to hit of just stuff that has popped up over the past two weeks that we want to talk about. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of this is just like stupid articles that me and Joe send back and forth. And we're like, we need to talk about this on the pod. <laughs> Um, but why don't you start us off with the topic of dolphins, because you sent me some interesting research and we were just like, we have to talk about this on the pod. So please enlighten us. <laughs> so, um, I love dolphins in general, cause like besides humans, they seem to be the most horny creatures on earth. Like so horny. Yeah. <laughs> they're smart. They're horny. Like, I just love them. They're cute. Like, uh, yeah. Like, it's funny. My girlfriend, like does not like dolphins even though she's like swam with them because like she's like takes the horniness to like they like will rape other creatures which is true like they do do that but it, you know it's like the animal kingdom like and so dolphins. She, she would argue that they're too horny she, she argues they're too horny <laughs> okay, but for me gotcha. i'm just like i'm like they squeak a lot like i don't know they're, they're <laughs> like funny to me like i try not to like think too deeply about it <laughs> that's how i feel about men <laughs> Like, they're too horny, but they're pretty cute sometimes. Like, I like them. But if, like, dudes, like, you know, clap their little flippers, and, like, you know, like, all that stuff, like, I don't know. They're just, like, cute as fuck. Like, I, I just love dolphins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, how I feel about men. Please continue. <laughs> so a uh, report has come out in the last two weeks confirming that female dolphins have clitorises. And this came from like prolonged watching of dolphins sexual activity, which like apparently like dolphins also engage in orgy orgies. So this is what they are like watching was dolphin I orgies. Love, I just have to say, like, I love whoever the person or people were who got like I'm sure like research grants and money yeah. and funding to literally watch dolphin orgies like for just infinite hours on end. Like 
respect to them. <laughs> and that's what I think is funny is like if you're any animal researcher, like you're gonna watch animals fuck. Like this just like what's yeah, part happens. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with the dolphins, I just love that there's like there's a group of like ten dolphins and they're just fucking like it's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so like with the which is like somewhat funny because like I don't just, honestly I feel like it, it it reveals more about humans than it does dolphins because apparently mm-hmm. like they've studied dolphin penises for like many many years and like have really intense research but they're now just like just now discovering that dolphins have clitorises which I'm like I feel like that should be like classic like done like at least like 20 years ago or like if not more like I feel like it's not that hard to find the dolphin clitoris but you know here we are you know and thus you know life reflects our reality i mean the same could be said about human research so that's fun and cool of us <laughs> but the facts about the dolphin clitoris that i need to like go into which like yes. really amused me the most was that like apparently like they will like rub their little like noses on each other and so they'll do like nose jobs and they'll use their flippers so they'll give each other like flipper jobs and it's so cute and so like horny that i'm like oh yeah i love you dolphins so much flipper jobs flipper jobs because why is that so cute it's, really, like, it's like the cutest sexual thing ever it's just, flipper. Like, I'm, I'm like crying like why is that so adorable it's like so horny but so cute and like nose jobs like, right they like rub their little noses like i want to get you off like it's, it's great i love, I love dolphins God, that's so, why is that so cute no i know i love it and they like apparently witnessed like which i don't know there's like instances of like gay culture and animals but they did witness like two fem- female dolphins essentially like 69 in each other which is like yes. they both rub their noses on each other's clitorises and i'm just like that's really beautiful like that's that should, stunning that's that should be the official like lesbian symbol i feel like because that's just great like two dolphins 69 yeah. like yeah perfect stunning and brave i i love it god that's perfect well, thank you for sharing this important research with us. I'm, I'm glad we no, know it's all great. about um, flipper jobs. Because did I did I tell you about the uh, abomination, technical abomination? The thing's really cute. Uh, when I went to Hawaii, there was a wolfin, a whale, killer whale, bred with a dolphin and made a baby. That's horrifying, and I don't like like the impl- implications of like how they did that. But at the same time, that does sound really cute. It was really cute. It was basically just like a big black dolphin like it was like double the size of a dolphin but it still kind of looked like a dolphin and like had kind of like a bigger head oh that's so cute it was really cute I loved it I hate myself for thinking that's cute but I do it much like I kind of hate myself for thinking that like fucking like French bulldogs and stuff are cute because they are an abomination of nature like they they shouldn't exist we force them to be alive but like they're so cute damn it you know they can't give birth on their own right like we literally have to c-section them out like that's how much they should not exist in nature (laughs) at least with the wolfin it's just because the dolphins are horny and it wasn't like a human was just like i'm gonna make this happen and like yeah wolf i love it's called a wolfin i know (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, god it's cute (laughs) yeah it's adorable i loved it okay switching gears sharp left turn um into something that's less cute but kind of equally hilarious let's talk about the green m&m and what's been going on in the news with it this week (laughs) no it's one of those things where like i kind of missed the initial story to a degree just because like apparently like so mars the company that owns m&m's like 
basically like we're saying that they want to like kind of redesign the Eminem characters as like far as I could tell yeah and so like they wanted to give the orange one I think like less anxiety or something like that which I'm like yeah that's like that's like the whole deal of the orange M&M is it's anxious and I really identify with it like I love the orange M&M so to me that was the more like sad part about this is I was like yeah we need anxiety rep- representation and I love the orange M&M I felt seen by the orange M&M it's true yeah so and s- so apparently with that there's like two female M&Ms there's the green one that we all know and then like I think l- later on they like came out with like a brown M&M that was mm-hmm. also female and like I don't know kind of like the same design I feel like I don't think it's like wildly different than the green one it's just brown I feel like the brown one's like a little bit more of like a nerdy kind of like sexy secretary vibe yeah you know but otherwise basically the same and like maybe my reading is just like maybe diversity I feel like it was like a more like a black voice even though like they're M&M's so they're different colors <laughs> they're they literal should, candy yeah, they sh- yeah sure <laughs> they should all be chocolate they should all you know like whatever facts um, yeah <laughs> so like basically they doled down I think the female look a little bit like the like green one had like the like kind of like knee-high boots and they like kind of like changed the like way the shoes are yeah she had like hooker heels and now she has like white sneakers like the rest of them (laughs) right and so like that's kind of like it It, it, to be honest it doesn't seem like that big of a deal it's just like M&M's changing their mascots up a little bit like literally every single company does it like yeah they try to like like, desexualize her they pulled a like Lola bunny on her basically but like, I don't know, like the Lola one actually seemed a little bit more offensive because like, to be the, to be honest, her whole character was sexual. Like that was the whole point. It's basically if they did and like another, says, like, you can't have big old titties and play great basketball. Yes. Who said that, you know, I was a little mad about that. I felt seen by Lola Bunny before. So yeah. Um, What's well, like if they did like another, like who framed Roger Rabbit and then they did like the whole like that character uh, just a rabbit yeah like yeah, if they like, desexualized her it'd be like okay but like what's that was the whole point though yeah the whole <laughs> point was like she's sexual and she's like you can't help with the heck how you're drawn like I don't know I like the character yeah I mean, like I'm not bad I'm just drawn this way like love that <laughs> but here's the deal the M&Ms are like they don't have boobies like the green and the brown one they, <laughs> they are a literal circle like they're a circle <laughs> they just have like eyes that are more like feminine in nature they have like, like eyelashes basically yeah, yeah. they're like dressed like a little bit more female but like essentially like they're just like a big old circle like that's what an m&m <laughs> Let's go is back to the fact that they're a circle yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> oh they're dressed sexy it's a circle <laughs> like... so apparently tucker carlson was very offended by the desexualization of, of the was. m&m candies yeah, of course. and so he like wrote a big old thing about like that they're like trying to like androgenize the M&Ms and androgenize. like we gotta like androgenize have this... a literal piece of candy yeah, yeah it's candy. Yes. <laughs> extremely androgynous it's like and the liberal media is doing this and like literally everyone was like when the fuck are you talking about dude like it's an M&M like none of us really care all that much oh my God. and my favorite comment I saw on reddit was like a dude who's like yo I watch hentai and I really think this is not that big of a deal and I was like yeah like, like, the hentai dude is like yo you got a problem like priorities bro like <laughs> it's like i watch 
anime characters get fucked by squids and i think what you're doing is weird <laughs> oh my god i love it i know the the memes about the green m&m though have been like really good there was one where i saw the green m&m photoshopped in like holding hands with pete davidson uh, <laughs> nice. like, yes, best one yet <laughs> i think my favorite one was um so jason momoa and i'm like blanking on his wife's name but like she was married to like lenny kravitz too. Uh, lisa benet yeah, Lisa Bonet. Yeah, they broke up, which was devastating. They broke up, but my favorite one is they showed Jason Momoa and Pete Davidson holding hands. Yes, and, and they're like, died. he must be stopped. Like, he is relentless. <laughs> so good. Oh. Uh, I will never get tired of Pete Davidson content. Like, it will never nah, be. I mean, me. like, and I don't think it's like that bad. It's just like the dude fucks and like now like, we're all just like on board with like just like various and people. Everyone's like, just out here like cheering him on. Like we're all just like, go Pete, go Pete. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's the green M&M controversy. <laughs> if you can even call it controversy. <laughs> no, it's, it's truly the dumbest. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh it's whatever. <laughs> like I said, I'm more mad about the orange one than I am the green or the brown one. It's amazing. Um, okay. I have another dumb and absolutely wild headline for you. Um, so this one involves our boy Drake. <laughs> champagne poppy out here um so this so recently there's this news article a instagram model who slept with drake once okay is suing drake because okay here's what happened they hooked up once they were they were like boning um they used a condom he went into the bathroom afterwards, threw the condom in the trash, whatever, comes back out. She goes in to pee or whatever, goes into the bathroom. She's in there for a while. And then he hears her like scream. So he goes in to check on her, finds her trying to drip his semen out of the condom oh, yeah. into her vag to like impregnate herself with Drake's baby. Why did she scream? However, she screamed because he put, when he went in the bathroom and took off the condom, he put hot sauce in the condom to kill the sperm. Oh, interesting. It, and then threw it away. Wait, does that work? I don't know where I came up with this. I don't know, but like, like, it's interesting. Now I got to look this up because either it's just like crazy or like. Oh, she, she screams because hot sauce in your vag. Yeah, that's a lot. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is this? And he's like, I put hot sauce in there specifically for this reason. Like, so you can't get pregnant off of my semen. And she was like, what the fuck? So she is now suing him. Because she was trying to secretly impregnate herself with his condom semen. <laughs> okay, I just looked this up and it says that hot sauce does not kill semen. However, I did just find, you know, the Drake meme format. Mm-hmm. And it shows him like rejecting like plan B and it shows him like thumbing up like Frank's hot sauce. Hot sauce. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's like, great. So insane. So yeah so she's like 
suing him now and he's like bitch what the fuck so basically like he came out and was basically said something about like yeah yeah like she's gonna have her 15 minutes of fame like whatever like he's basically completely unfazed by the fact that yeah. the story came out and that she's suing him because he's just kind of like thinks it's funny but then everyone was like commenting on his instagram being like yo what type of hot sauce was it and stuff just like funny stuff but like it's basically like no one cares but it was just like oh such a wild headline like start to finish i just had to share that like every part of it you're like wait what <laughs> like Okay, here's the official explanation, and I'm so happy I found this. Okay. Uh, hot sauce and vaginal fluids actually have very similar pH, so hot sauce would not kill sperm because of that. And I'm really glad we had a scientist today explain. I appreciate that, honestly. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, wow. Um, but I also love the idea, like, I just want to think about the logistics of this. Like, where was the hot sauce? Did he have it, like, in his pocket counter on his counter like was he just carrying around like a bottle of hot sauce like I don't I I just have like a lot of questions but here's the deal you know what's crazy about this like he clearly planned this ahead of time like he came prepared with the hot sauce but like what (laughs) in a weird way this like worked though like he could have just saved his sperm thing too but like he caught her doing this so like somehow this worked and I guess way. also that gives him like a better idea of like finding out about it you know yeah. Versus, like finding out someone's intentions I guess like like he caught her in the act I guess but also like I know technically like you're not it's bad for your plumbing or whatever to flush condoms but just fucking yeah. flush the condom like the end like <laughs> like I'm sorry you're Drake I don't think you're worried about having to like call out a plumber like <laughs> just no. flush just flush the fucking condom the end like and then you don't have this issue like like i just feel like he really went the extra mile with the hot sauce thing like it's a pretty elaborate plot like, it really is <laughs> yeah so that's that that's a good interesting time i had not seen that story no i know isn't it so crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man um the other big headline that I think we we're both really excited about um, is that two of our favorite people are dating and apparently have been for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, of course. Um, this headline came out earlier this week and I love this so much. I can absolutely see them together. I think it's beautiful. You know, we love a Tulsa boy, Bill Hader, one of our own. I also just think he's like stunningly hot. Um, and then Anna Kendrick is just adorable and cute and talented. And I just, I'm so happy for them, but apparently they've been just keeping it on the low, low for like a year now. And I guess the pandemic has made it easy to do that. Yeah. And everyone just says they seem really happy. And I'm like, wow, that's beautiful and pure. I love they it. seem like very similar in vibe too. So like, yeah. I feel like this one actually like, I don't know. Kind I of really like, like low key, but like yeah. very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they have a very like, just like, chill well-adjusted vibe overall like both of them so like i i wish nothing but the best for them i think that's just absolutely adorable speaking of couples we're into um yes i don't know where i was but i was um at a restaurant they had a tv and um jimmy fallon has this weird show on nbc um something like with music like name that tune or something like that i don't know i wasn't like that into it mm-hmm. yeah. however he had taika watiti and um oh i just lost her name rita ora yeah rita ora so rita ora and taika watiti were on the show yes i love that couple 
the show was so stupid. However, I was like intrigued by just seeing those two together like, the whole they time. They are so hot. No, they I are. know. So, like they just like honestly, like I I like both of them independently, but I wouldn't yeah. say that either of them is like the hottest person I've ever seen or anything. No. Like they're they're cool. Like whatever. They seem chill. But somehow together they exude this hotness yeah. that just like radiates. Like you can just like feel it looking at them. You're like, damn, they fuck. Like that's mm-hmm. a hot vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I'm gonna have to like look up a clip of that or something. I'm sure it's online. Just yeah, like I, I said, the show's terrible, but like just watch those whole two show, together. I will like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. They they give off a very hot aura, you know, around mm-hmm. them wow um and then i have one more um little fun story so this is actually this could have gone more in the first half of the show honestly but i came across this the other day and this um this story kind of went went viral by like uh at least by like new york times standards i guess (laughs) um this is from the new york times like um like q a section where people write in like a problem they have or something and someone writes back like an answer it's like their little q a column thing um i just want to get your thoughts on this because i thought it was interesting and it was kind of floating around the internet this week um the title is my daughter's married boyfriend shouldn't join us on vacation right (laughs) okay so here it goes this mom writes in my 30 year old daughter is in a polyamorous relationship with a married man She brought him home for the holidays, and while he was charming, I felt uncomfortable. This may have been triggered by my husband's infidelity that led to our divorce. Now, my daughter tells me she would like to bring this man on our family trip to Greece this year. It may be petty, but I don't want to foot the bill for another woman's husband, and I don't see any way this relationship can lead to my daughter's happiness. Should I lay on my boundaries and risk my daughter not joining me on vacation? Mom. Uh, one, it's her money. She can do whatever she wants to. Like, if the wife knows about it, I don't know what the issue is. Yeah. So, basically, the the person from the New York Times wrote back and was like, I don't really think the issue here is, like, the cost of the trip to Greece or, like, your past with infidelity or, like, any of that. He basically said it's just, like, fundamentally about, like, respecting your daughter, your adult daughter and her life choices and, like, even yeah. things that like you don't agree with so the writer was basically like yeah like you can do what you want about like the trip to Greece like if you don't want to pay for it like yeah whatever that's on you but like try to understand like your daughter's lifestyle and like if this is really what makes her happy and like all the people in this polyamorous relationship are like consenting adults and everyone's on board with it and like knows about it like it doesn't really matter if he's married like the whole thing about like paying for like the married man or whatever like it doesn't really matter if everyone's on board and everyone's happy like yeah I guess do what you want about your own family vacation and like yeah you can pay for it or not but like at least like try to understand like your daughter's like lifestyle if that's like what's making her happy so I don't know I thought it was interesting I tend to agree um at the same time like I think I would also feel a little weird as the parent being like but like do I have to bring this like married adult man like on this trip with my family but like I don't know like I totally get where the mom's coming from but then at the same time I'm kind of like oh yeah well that's cool I guess so I don't know I just thought it was like a really interesting one just make him pay for his part if he wants to go yeah Yeah, I mean like that's another like solution it's like either he does or he doesn't then you don't have to be like why am I paying for it 
he's doing it on himself then yeah like he's invited but like yeah. has to like pay his own way or something yeah i mean that seems fair um but yeah i don't know it was an interesting one but it kind of like was all over the place this week and i was like hmm, interesting i also wonder like why this one like i don't know kind of like spoke to so many people because i saw this like picked up on like a number of other like sites as well like people talking about this new york times column and i was like hmm, i wonder why so many people like i don't know like it resonated with a lot of people it seemed so i was curious i don't know i do think I it's think funny that like how like basically like sexuality has been like broken down the last like 10 years where like pretty much like it's hard to like see anything too uncommon right now yeah Whereas, like, we've kind of, like, I don't know, we've, like, adapted through it, and, like, we're young enough where it's just, like, yeah, whatever. But, like, I do kind of feel bad for, like, the older generations where it's now just, like, everything's accepted, but, like, they grew up in times where it's, like, yo, it was bad if you're gay, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, like, they went through all that versus now it's just, like, it's a huge adaption speed. And, like, I know there's, like, the Karens of the world, but there's a certain degree, like, I even notice, like, with my mom sometimes where, like, she's a very, like, loving person and accepting person, but even she gets, like, overwhelmed by like basically a huge decade-long development of stuff so yeah no it's true and I mean I do think we've just kind of grown up in the time when like everything's been adapting like right before right in front of us like as we've been growing up and stuff so like I feel like we're much more like open to things but like and then Gen Z is like oh my god total free-for-all but like Mm -hmm. I mean we're still millennials I feel like are getting there like we're more on board with things but we're still like kind of like whoa like but I feel like Gen Z like is the future and they're all just like everything's whatever and like no one no one gives a shit about anything which is kind of cool you know it's like interesting but yeah I mean even like people like yeah like my parents are like you know very liberal generally and are very much like yeah people should be with whoever they want and very much support you know like um you know equal rights for everyone and everything and they're still but still sometimes they're kind of like um okay like I don't know like that person I'm not sure what like you know gender that person is I'm confused and I like stuff like that and it's like yeah I don't know I mean it's crazy like how fast things have changed and they're still trying doing their best but trying to figure it all out so yeah which is funny because like along with that like when I was back in Tulsa I helped my dad get rid of like a reel to reel and like record player tape player (laughs) cd player so we're we're getting rid of all his like old music stuff and it's just like funny how like even just like talking like about music how like past like 50 years is basically what we went back on like clearing stuff out how like so many different formats how many things like times of change and this and that so yeah just kind of like with that like I feel bad for him that like now like they're older where your like brain kind of gets like more set in stone like about your world and like now the world's like with the internet and everything just like flipped where it's like one day we have a new name for something or like you know people in relationships work in like totally different ways in the way they used to so yeah. even though like throuples gay people have been around like god I want to say centuries but it's probably been like thousands of years really so yeah yeah it's just people are open about it now mm-hmm. <laughs> people feel like they can actually like share that with people yeah we're all just like horny and okay with it which is what this podcast is about hell yeah everyone's horny everyone be cool with it the end <laughs> <laughs> uh it's i mean just... speaking of being horny you want to get into some thirst corner <laughs> yeah should we hit the uh, 76 year olds right away hell yeah let's do it <laughs> Carter. 
so uh she had a birthday apparently uh dolly parton is the first one. Oh, we're back into it love her i don't mind I mean, like i don't mind talking about I her never mind talking about funny. her no so this is okay it's funny i don't know how this website does it but they rank celebrities in like really weird ways where like i get the first couple but then like after a while i'm like i don't understand how they're famous do you know who granddad frank is no <laughs> it's this like very wholesomey guy apparently he's a tiktok superstar good yeah, for he's... him but no i don't know i'm not on the tiktok because i'm not I'm either old. but i just saw his photo and i was like i'm intrigued by his photo but like i guess i'll post like something of him so you can see him too but like i don't know he seems like a cool dude apparently he, he's 76 as well but like i want a weird little journey to like figure out like why is he famous like he's ahead of like Tom Selleck on here. And I'm just like, I guess granddad Frank is <laughs> big with the Gen Z's or something like that. You know what? Good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Love that. <laughs> All right. So we got a vampire on here. Steve Martin. Like, I feel like he has not aged in like 50 years. Dude, I want to say same. like, I know that he always crazy. like gray hair, like looks good. Hardly doesn't have like any wrinkles or anything like that. He just mm-hmm. like looks the same always. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, Goldie Hawn. Damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's looking good. Love her. Eric Clapton. He's less so looking good. Not looking great but sure he's alive (laughs) he is definitely alive that's he is alive (laughs) all right we got some hotties here diane keaton and helen Mirren. oh hell yeah to both of them yeah i kind of wondered when we were gonna like hit helen Mirren. i didn't want to look it up because i wanted the full surprise yes queen uh, we got badass grandmom. I don't know who she is either. She's probably another TikTok probably superstar. Probably a TikTok star, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have Henry Winkler and Bette Midler. Okay. I like them all. Uh, yeah. David David Lynch is back, so he had a birthday too, oh, I birthday guess. birthday boy. Love it. Um, Mia Farrow's here. Hmm, okay. John Lithgow. I love John Lithgow. Oh, yeah. A king. Absolutely. It's like he's like very funny, but then I don't know. Did you ever watch Dexter? No. I mean, I don't know if I'd recommend it now, but like he was like on as like a serial killer one season, and he was so good, Ooh, like so good. That. I know. Like, I like unexpected actor yeah. who plays like a serial killer. Like that happened a couple of times in Criminal Minds. Like um, one of my favorite. We were actually talking about Tim Curry last time, um, mm-hmm. and Tim Curry had a story arc as a serial killer in Ooh. criminal minds for like several episodes and he was so good like i love it when random people like pop up as like creepy roles it's so fun yeah it's funny we got um i don't know like we keep hitting like old rockers uh we got like peter townshend of the who john fogarty of ccr um peter chris from kiss okay Ooh, random, random one. Burt Ward. He was originally like Robin on the 1966 Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Cute. Love that. I know. It's funny because like I see him older, but like I can only picture him as like Robin. So I love that. Uh, Then we have Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters and John Walsh. John Walsh. Yes. Dude also like has not changed. (laughs) Oh, John Walsh looks exactly the same. Yeah. Oh my god, awesome. Well, that was a good list, actually. That was a good list. 
<clears throat> wow. Nice. Who did uh who'd you bring for your thirst this week? I just had like a lot of movies I wanted to talk about. So right, if you want to go first, you can because I just like have random thoughts through all the movies I saw. Random thoughts or random T H O T S thoughts? Both. Ayo. <laughs> all right. So my thirst for this week is actually not new. It's a continuation of my thirst from the previous episode. <laughs> I can't even back. remember who you talked about, like the previous episodes. So. I am back with Benedict Cumberbatch once again. Oh, really? I, he was one of the movies I saw. I saw The uh, Power of the Dog. Me too. Wait, that's why I'm bringing him up. Nice. I wanted to talk about watching The Power of the Dog. Oh, I'm so glad this is happening. We did not plan this ahead no. of time, you all. We This is purely spontaneous no, i just I try it. to like hit the oscar films and that looked very oscary so it's super oscary like the most oscary <laughs> like, <laughs> like nothing happens in like the best way possible <laughs> but we kind of talked about it last time like he doesn't have a great thing for accents his accent in this movie was very good it was good i know yeah. see i was thinking about you when i was watching because i was like you know he's really he, he's killing it with like the montana yeah. accent like it's honestly really good joe needs to take back what he said like he's improved yeah so good for him mm-hmm. um but yeah like what do you think of the movie overall i liked it it's very oscary um i love kirsten dunce too she did she's really good, good. she's and a good was, act- no she's a good actress and i want to bring that up too is like she's made really interesting films like her like entire career like she may have had like some like downs a little bit but i feel like the through line is like she's always made like really good films like throughout so she picks um, very interesting projects i feel she does. like i think i feel like she like truly is like an actress like she likes acting and she likes like interesting challenging roles and I feel like she picks what she's going to do based on that not necessarily what's going to be like the big box office movie or what's going to be popular like I, I feel like she really does like enjoy being an actor like for the sake of acting and like I feel like she's done some really cool stuff because of that because yeah she was very good in this she was so and just like tortured and troubled and like in such a good way like I I really liked her performance yeah I hope she gets nominated because what I liked about it too is like she was like an alcoholic but there wasn't like a stereotypical like way they portrayed it it was just like she just like had to have alcohol and like she like didn't like Benedict Cumberbatch and was like trying to get back at him but nothing was like stereotypical like with any of the writing or like her performance or anything either which was like I loved it I was like was that was very, really fun she was very good yeah she was very good I thought everyone in that movie was great mm-hmm. I also love like her real life husband who she was married to in the yeah. movie also Jesse Plemons like they're great together I like seeing them act together and um I thought he was really good too I thought his role was very kind of like subdued and understated but like he played it really well like he didn't have to overact like he really just was like so mellow and just kind of like even keeled like through the whole thing like he was very good too no that was also his role in like breaking bad but he was like kind of like more menacing in that role which is weird because like he plays like a normal guy who does like really sadistic shit and like mm-hmm. the whole time that like unnerves you because he's just so like hey like yeah. want to grab a beer but like then he just like fucking murders someone and then he yeah. like turns away yeah. just like nothing happened and it's like holy fuck <laughs> yeah I thought he was really good in this and then of course we got to talk about our boy Benny I mean I thought he was great in this I thought his accent was great he was really good at just being well, like unnervingly creepy like yeah but he was like dirty like he was like I mean, so like, dirty but then he was like all like muscled up I didn't think he had like abs and then you know, in this he movie was, he has yeah. like random abs he was like ripped in this movie yeah. he was looking good yeah well it made sense for the role that he would be super ripped you know because he was like 
out working hard on the ranch and all this stuff. I mean, he was like full on cowboy in this. Apparently, I don't know if you read anything about this, but apparently he went to like a ranch in Montana and trained for like a month or two or something to like get like to learn like the horseback riding and yeah. like the actual like wrangling the cattle and like all of that stuff so it would look like authentic like he did some hands-on training with all of that and I thought he did a great job we also saw some dick full yeah we did on. yep we uh, did he had a lot of nudity in this one he was right he did a lot honestly <laughs> like um but yeah I love the twist that he was gay for Bronco Henry I'm sorry huge spoiler if you haven't seen the movie but like <laughs> like what what a great twist you know <laughs> I know and I love that it's just like yeah like we were warmed each other up with our naked bodies like the way he I says know, it too yeah. it's just like oh okay yeah yeah it was it was good it was a fun twist and like when he was wearing like Bronco Henry's like um like bandana thing or whatever mm-hmm. like around his neck just like nude in the river I was like oh man <laughs> yes um but also um gosh what was I gonna say there's something else I was gonna say about this oh I thought for a while when we were watching I thought that we were gonna find out that he was actually the father of the the boy that like he yeah that he had like raped Kirsten mm-hmm. Dunst's character like you know 20 years ago or some shit and like that that was gonna be like why she was so why he was so mean to her and then like also why she was like so scared of him and stuff like I kind of thought that's where it was going but then like the gay twist was like even better I was like nice no it's interesting because the way they set that movie you're like ready for some like twist at the end of it you knew something was going to happen it was just like so fucking tense the entire time like you're just like oh my god i'm uncomfortable like what is going on like i like movies where they do that where it's like not like life or death type stuff it's just like very tense like it's just like a weird slow build of tension Mm -hmm. and you're like why does this feel so wrong (laughs) like yeah no it, it was good i enjoyed it a lot um I'm also, I've been on, this fit nicely into kind of like my theme lately. I've been on a kick of like movies set in rural Montana, like period period piece. No, it's so specific. Period piece dramas set in rural Montana. Um, So I recently watched Legends of the Fall. Have you ever seen it? No, but I think it was in a rap song or something like that. Uh, yeah, Legends of the Fall took the year like a bandit. It's in uh, Starboy by uh, yeah <laughs> by the weekend. <laughs> but so I watched Legends of the Fall recently, which is I I loved it. I don't know if it's exactly everyone's cup of tea, but it's got a young Brad Pitt. He's looking real good in I mean, it. You so can't you, go wrong there. Automatically, you're sold, you know. Um, but it's it's also just this angsty ass movie in like rural Montana with these three brothers who grow up and there's a lot of issues between the three brothers. And then they've got this, this father who's like the patriarch of the family on this cattle ranch. And it's like real similar vibes, but like just a lot of angst and drama. Um, And then I also watched um, a river runs through it, which was like a similar movie also starring Brad Pitt. Like he was on a kick for a while there. Like, because this one is also set in rural Montana. Um, it's also about brothers and this family, but they're like fly fishermen. And oh, interesting. But it's also like this period piece drama. Um, yeah, it's just really funny. Like, I'm like, that's kind of weird that Brad Pitt made like two like very similar movies, like not that far apart. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. But yeah, a lot of a lot of movies set there. Um, 
So that's kind of my thing that I've been on lately. So I recommend all, all three of those. <laughs> yeah, I watched a whole bunch of films. Back on the Academy train, I watched uh, Licorice Pizza. How was that? I was curious about it. I loved it. Oh, okay. I was, I, I was skeptical. I was kind of like, I don't know, this could be good or it could be like kind of meh. Yeah, and it's like one of those things, I think, you know, the director, he did like Boogie Nights, he did There Will Be Blood, like he has a good track record, but like he makes very like different films. And this is yeah. more like in the Boogie Nights category, right. but I want to talk about because I heard that it was good before I saw it, but Bradley Cooper turned in one of those like, what I can compare it to is like Matthew McConaughey and like Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay. Like a, like where, a heat, like a heat check where he's not in there very long, but he no. like crushes it. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, he's in this movie for like maybe five minutes, but like every fucking second that he's in it, he kills it. And it's like, that's hard to do. And like, where it's a good movie anyway, but yeah. then like you remember that performance. Cause you're just like, holy shit. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny. Cause nice. like the last time you see him, they're like focused in on another character, like having an emotional breakdown and like you don't even see Bradley Cooper he's just like in the background like yelling at some people and like it is truly like my favorite my favorite scene the whole year I was just like this is great I was like I just want like more Bradley Cooper but ah it was great he's so good in it so yeah I recommend that it's really really funny I didn't think it was gonna be like as funny as it was and I loved it um then let's see I saw Black Widow which okay the casting of it felt like I cast it because we had like Florence Pugh and she's amazing. So like, it's a Marvel movie. It's like very, very Marvel. Like it's like the most like averagey Marvel movie you can like ever imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's great at it. And like, I want more of her character and whatever the hell they're going to do. The um, thing about it. Didn't she show up in, um, in that weird Hawkeye tv series like i think she showed up in that yeah so i might be having to watch that i like haven't been up on the disney marvel disney plus marvel shows but i guess i'm I'm never up on them but yeah i'm honestly surprised you had not seen black widow yet i feel like it's been out for a while that seemed like something you would have watched sooner i missed the three mcu movies minus like spider-man that they did this year um none of them looked like particularly like i needed to go to the theater for them so i was just like "Eh, they'll be on disney plus eventually so i'll just like watch them there okay yeah um so yeah raquel weiss was in it she was great the weirdest part though is like this had one of the weirdest plots i've seen of a movie in general in that like so like uh, you don't know much about the MCU, but her old characters that like she had like a rough childhood or whatever. So this movie is like she's tracking down the guy who like created the program that caused her to have like a bad childhood. So the climax of the movie is she goes to kill him, but she can't kill him because on all the like children he operated on, if she smells his pheromones, she can't attack him. What the fuck? Right okay marvel it was so strange i was like um can we just like have something else like okay like this is just really weird he's just like okay so this dude smells gross so she can't attack him yeah okay weird um yeah then the other thing is uh, raquel weiss's character owned pigs and they're really cute and so i sent them to my girlfriend and i was like hey she owns pigs too (laughs) oh adorable but yeah, enough of that movie. It's like not really very memorable. It's just more like Florence Pugh's in it. She's great. Raquel Weiss is in it. She's great. Um, yeah, and even like Julia. David, David Harbour's in it, right? Yeah, and he's great too. Love him. 
Yeah, he's like kind of chubby superhero man, and I love it. He's funny. You know, I love a chubby David Harbour. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joey Louis Dreyfus shows up in it for like a hot second, and I was like, all right, great. Oh, like literally, fun. like yeah. they like cast it on my thirst. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, stacked cast. Damn. Then uh, let's see. I had one more. Oh, I sh- introduced Kelsey to the thirstiest movie of all time, oh. The Room. Yeah, and that it tries to be that thirsty. thirstiest. <laughs> it's, I forgot the first fifteen minutes of that movie. He's just like pure porn, but like not even in a good way at all. No, like, in like the worst way possible. Oh my god, when he's like humping her belly button. Yes. <laughs> so I got something unexpected because I think I've seen the room like maybe five or six times. God, like, I've seen I it. I've it. seen it so many times. Yeah. So I got the DVD a while back, like maybe five-ish years ago, and I've never okay. opened it because every time like I go to see it, like we usually try to like go to a theater. You go to like, theater and do the whole experience. It. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. But I wanted to show her because I was like, okay, like we'll go to a theater, but I think it's good to see it before we all do all that. So I opened the DVD. Well, you have to know when to like yeah. throw your plastic spoons and stuff. Like you've got to exactly. be ready. Yeah. So I opened the DVD and so like Tommy like for the DVDs like he sends them out he manufactures them like this is all him so I open the DVD up and I get one side of it is like his headshot from like 1995 and then the other side is an ad for his website where he's selling underwear and he wants you to go on there and buy some of his underwear that is so beautiful. Okay, you're gonna have to take a picture for the I will for the followers for the gram. Um, wow, that's amazing. Right? I looked at it and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like is he this? did that for you. Like, <laughs> and what I love about him is like he's so unironic. Like I think he now tries to play it off like, "Oh yeah, the room is a comedy," but like literally everything he does, no, like, he's, he's dead so serious. You know serious, he's serious about it. Yes. <laughs> God. okay that's amazing I love that so much oh it was so random but yeah wow that's beautiful <laughs> but my favorite scene of the whole movie is like when the like random couple comes into the living room of their apartment just so like they can have oral sex with each other <laughs> and they're never introduced you never see them before this they nope. just literally just enter the apartment and you're like we're gonna fuck right here and like <laughs> and you're just like okay (laughs) if you must (laughs) no I love that movie it's like an alien wrote it directed it and acted in it and it's great oh I know it's so good what did Kelsey think of it she loved it she had to process it but that's like why I wanted to show it to her because it's like okay cool because like where we were in Kansas City uh Greg Sestero the guy who plays like Greg in the movie yes he was presenting it and I really wanted to go it just like happened I couldn't do it but I have a feeling like he'll probably come back in the future and I'm like I want to be prepared we can go watch this movie have a great Mm -hmm. time yeah yeah you gotta be ready for sure Mm -hmm. wow that's amazing I love that it was yeah it was great oh my god wow (sighs) damn well any uh any random chatter to wrap it up no we're just like what about two weeks or so to your bachelorette party less than two weeks i know we're yeah. getting so close i'm so excited <laughs> yes oh it's gonna be great um but yeah everyone everyone here is getting very excited i saw kim and rachel today and they are very excited so yeah it's gonna be good nice i get another i get a random it's not like a like actual like living dick but like she sends like random dick stuff rachel to like the group chat for Amazing. the 
I love bridesmaids that. and me. Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see what you all have planned. I'm. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I I did pull out um, Trey, the creepy inflatable man. Um, he oh, nice. Joining us. Um, I pulled him out of the closet early the other day, getting him ready to get packed up to come to Vegas. So don't worry. He'll be making an appearance. <laughs> but yeah, God, it's going to be fun. All right. Well, I guess that's about it then. All right. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, y'all.